This is a place. This is a place. This is a place. We want to talk about. This is a place. Well, we have today with us Chris and Amanda from Provost Park Pass. Uh, can you give us a little uh, synopsis of what what exactly you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. We're, well, first off, thank you for having us on your show. We love it. We're, we're thrilled to be here with you guys. We are so excited. Thank you so much. You bet. So what we do is we started a YouTube channel called Provost Park Pass. Our last name's Provost. And the idea was... Uh, we wanted to go do like all the different theme parks around the world and and like national parks. But our real niche is Disney. And so we started with Disney and people love it so much. We've really kind of stuck with the Disney thing. It's all about secrets about Disney that most people don't know. Uh, cool facts about history, about Disneyland or Walt Disney World. And we started about almost three years ago. And it just took off. It's done really well. So we just love doing it. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. So we focus a lot on lands and attractions and food and updates. And and it's been a lot of fun. Uh, before we started Provost Park Pass, this was who Chris was. We'd go to Disneyland. <laughs> he loves Disneyland. And he would just be like my personal tour guide telling me all of the facts and history and trivia. And so now we get to just share Chris and his knowledge <laughs> with the world. And it's been a, a lot of fun. For, for better or for worse, I guess. <laughs> I do the same. So when I go to the parks with my family, Usually by the end of the trip, nobody wants to hear what I have to say <laughs> because like every, everywhere we walk and I'm like, oh, look here, this means this. And this person yes. built this ride and, and I, I do all of that. So, but, oh, well, yeah, are they I would walk be... in like 30 feet behind you just to make sure. <laughs> they, I can just tell they're tuning me out. Oh, okay. oh I, I, we, should, we should go to Disney together because I would not be tuning you out. We would be like just swapping stories like, what? No way. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a lot of fun. How often are you guys going to the parks? Oh, that's a good question. So there's, well, there's two answers to that. Pre-COVID and post-COVID. Pre-COVID, we were in Disneyland, I think, every other weekend, about every once or at least every three weeks for sure. Uh, Post-COVID, we now have moved a lot down to Walt Disney World. And we go down to Walt Disney World maybe once a month, I think, about once every... Yeah, month. once a month or once every couple of months. And we are, we live in Utah now, but when we started the channel, we were in Orange County. And so that kind of helped us a little bit. We are close to the park mm-hmm. and um, now we just try to get to whatever we can as much as we can. Do you have annual passes then? Yes, yeah, we do. Okay. Absolutely. Yes. I think you would have to, right? If you're going <laughs> yeah, for sure. that often. Yeah. So we, the, the idea came to me because you guys started a podcast a couple months ago and Kind of what I've got from the theme is you'll take like the top 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 five um, boats or the top five treats in Disneyland. And so I thought it'd be fun to have you come on to tell us, you know, the spin of our own podcast being a Utah based um, focusing on places, the top five Utah influences on the Disney parks themselves, because there's there's a couple that we found. So, yes. So yeah, if we we'll go ahead and get into what some of those are. Absolutely, I think the the biggest one I mean people know is even most non Disney people kind of know is that Big Thunder Mountain Railroad that's set like in Frontierland. That's based off of Bryce Canyon, which is located in southern Utah. 
And it's, it is so amazingly close to, they, they, they had all the details uh, Bryce Canyon made for that ride. They sent the Disney Imagineers uh, to Bryce Canyon when they were making that ride to make sure that they're getting all the rock formations and everything just perfect. And we knew that I had never really been to Bryce. So this, during the, during the pandemic here, Amanda and I decided, you know what, Bryce is open. So we drove down to Bryce Canyon with our son, Miles, and just to explore and see what it was like for ourselves. We could not believe how beautiful it was. And it looks just like Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. It's you know, so cool. it was fun. When the park closed, we thought, okay, how can we still have a little bit of Disney magic right. in our life because we can't go to Disneyland? And it just made sense to go explore Bryce Canyon and just feel like we're in you know, what's the town? Is it Rainbow Ridge, the town in Big Thunder? Yeah. So feel like we're in Rainbow Ridge, feel like we are, you know, taking a train through the hoodoos at Big Thunder Mountain, and it did not disappoint. It's an incredible place, and it, it kind of felt magical like Disneyland. Absolutely. I think it's interesting, and I know uh, you've mentioned this in your video about uh, Big Thunder Mountain, but at Disneyland, it's based on Bryce Canyon. Uh, yeah. But at Disney World and the other parks, I guess it's in Tokyo, also in Paris. It's um, yeah. yes. Oh, wh- where is it? it's um, Monument Monument Valley? Valley. Monument yeah, Valley. Yeah. So Walt Disney World is theirs is based off of Monument Valley, uh, not Bryce Canyon. Bryce Canyon is uh, is really specific to just Disneyland. Whereas you get to uh, Disneyland Paris and to Walt Disney World, theirs is based off of Monument Valley. So instead of having like the the, the rocks are a little bit straighter when they poke up in the air. They're a little bit straighter. You the can see hoodoos. The, the hoodoos. Yeah, they're a, st- a little bit straighter. That Bryce Canyon is famous for. Yeah, they don't have that there. And so at, at the one in Bryce Canyon, you get the boulders and like the, the kind of like the bulging rock at top and the, those bright red colors. Whereas Monument Valley isn't quite as, as vibrant, but it still looks really cool. That kind of segues us into the next one, which is sure. Monument Valley, you know, parts in Arizona and a little bit at the southern end of Utah. Ah. Um, inspiration for parts of Cars Land in California yeah. Adventure. Yeah, absolutely. And Cars Land is amazing. We love Cars Land. We have a whole video on our YouTube channel, Pearl's Park Fest, all about the secrets revealed of Cars Land. And so, like, for example, when you go into Cars Land in Disneyland, you see that mountain ridge in the back. It's actually that's six different Cadillac tail fins. It goes from 1957, 58, 59, 60, 61, and 62. Those are all the different tail fins for the Cadillacs pointing up in the air. And I think it's everybody likes the 59 was the one that's most recognizable, the nice tail fins. And it looks so cool. But it was based off of Monument Valley because the Route 66, or depending where you are in the United States, is that Route or Route 66, I guess, is that goes right through there and they base it on, which is, and it looks just absolutely stunning for anybody who's ever been to cars land it's such an immersive land it's great yeah i love that route or route tomato tomato now, we <laughs> haven't been to monument valley mm-hmm. but it's it's actually on our list again with disneyland still being closed uh, chris and i talked about hey let's go let's go do some of you know route 66 and let's check out monument valley let's see some right. of some of this inspiration for the incredible cars land because cars land is just out of this world they really did an incredible job and so i want to see the inspiration in person yeah well i'm not even exaggerating i think it was last night amanda said you know what i want to get like one of those little teardrop trailers <laughs> yeah. and so let's just pull that around and we can sleep in there and let's go do uh route 66 and just go check out the whole thing and i was like whoa 
Okay, here we go. <laughs> I, I want to do that so bad. I, I've seen Justin Scard and Adam, Adam the Woo. Uh, yeah. You two people I love, and they've both done that, and that's something I want to do so bad. Oh, oh really? That's, cool. it's, I was just talking to Adam the Woo uh, yesterday. He's We're going to be filming a, a video together up here in Utah in the next little bit. So, yeah, Adam's amazing. Justin, his, con- his content's just out of the world as well. Yeah, I love them. They're, they're both just so good. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, we were just down in uh, Walt Disney World. Uh, it was with cameraman Greg. He does a lot of our camera work. And he was down. We took him to Walt Disney World because he'd never been down there. And in the evening, Adam met up with us, the three of us. We just went around Epcot and had a great time together. I'm so jealous. He just seems <laughs> like the nicest person. Oh, he is. He's just like, he's just so approachable and kind. Doesn't matter uh, who you are. He just, he loves to talk, especially about pop culture. He's great. We'll be right back. You love listening to podcasts, but have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Maybe you want to build a brand, grow your business, or are looking for an excuse to talk about your favorite hobby. Whatever your reason for making a podcast, Buzzsprout is the place to start. Since 2009, Buzzsprout has helped over 300,000 people launch their own podcasts. Buzzsprout walks you step-by-step through the whole process and will give you powerful tools to start, grow, and monetize your podcast. Ready to get started? Click the link in the show notes to get our free step-by-step guide to starting your podcast today. Great. Um, So next on our list is the Haunted Mansion. What ties does Utah have to... The Haunted Mansion. The Haunted Mansion is probably one of my very favorite attractions at Disneyland. Yeah, Same. it's a classic. Oh, it's just a classic attraction. Uh, you can't go wrong any time of the year to ride Haunted Mansion, and it changes throughout the year, which is so fun. But but it's a classic. It's a it's a main player in our yeah, book at Disneyland. Absolutely, and I'll get to that uh, Utah connection in a second. But like I said, we do a secrets revealed videos, and we talk about all the different secrets of like a of a ride uh, you know attraction or a land and we did the haunted mansion and it's it's been really fun because the cast members really are receptive to provost park pass and when they see us coming to their attraction they get excited They're like finally are you doing the secrets we built for our attraction i mean like utopia they, when we did autopia they freaked out They're like yes we're getting some love but when we went to <laughs> autopia, like, yeah, finally poor autopia. Yeah, poor autopia i love autopia but we were doing haunted mansion we got there. And the second we got there, they, 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 they came out like, are you doing a secrets revealed? I'm like, yes. And they're like, let us see your script. Because we have a script and all that. And they, they checked all of our facts to make sure that it was accurate. But that ride was crazy. We probably rode it 40 times that day. And we just they let us just stay on. We just stay on, keep going. Because we had to use different cameras to get all the, because the low lights, to get all the different shots for that video. It's a really fun video. But the Utah connection that uh, a lot of people uh, talk about is that you have a hearse in the front of the, uh, the Haunted Mansion. It's like a, would carry a funeral, you know, back in the old days in the night, in the 1880s or whatever. It's like a carriage. 1847. Carry, what was that? Like 1847. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it would carry, 1847. And it would carry, uh, it would carry these coffins or whatever. And they got that and they put that there and it started in this rumor and I love the rumor. I think it's great. And it's that, that was Brigham Young's uh, hearse that was used at his funeral. And even a lot of the Disney cast members, if you talk to them, they'll even like, oh, yeah, it's Brigham Young's. Everybody talks about how this is Brigham Young's uh, hearse funeral carriage. 
it's white it's really pretty they got like a, a ghost horse on it and that's a really fun connection now i, I it's, hate yeah. it's really fun to be in line during yeah. when you're waiting for that ride because just listen yeah. like you just stop and listen and you will hear like the whisperings of people in line next to you saying hey look at that that's Brigham Young's hearse. Yeah. <laughs> it's, so, it's so fun for me. Whenever I go by there, I just be quiet and listen and to, to see if I can hear someone talking about it. Right. And, it, and it, it, without fail, you're going to hear somebody in five or 10 minutes, them talking about that being Brigham Young's hearse. Now, I, I don't, it's, it's kind of sad. It, it really actually wasn't his hearse, but it's got the point now in the nomenclature where everybody believes it is. So I'm kind of like, yeah, it's oh, Brigham yeah. Young's I'm gonna, hearse. I'm sure. going to keep saying well, it's it. It's his now if you want it or not, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So that's a fun thing. So it has a lot, a lot of people will talk about that. Like, oh yeah, this is Brigham Young's and, and it was brought all the way from Utah. And so- And we did a little bit of research on this and yeah. it seems to be, now I'm not a historian. I So this is just what it seems to be is that he actually didn't have a hearse. And so yeah. that's why people say, oh, it, it can't be his. Yeah. But for me, every time I go, I'm still going to think that it's his. Me too. It's Me his. too. Yeah. It's his. You guys are much nicer than me. I would correct everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. You're wrong. Listen, pal. <laughs> yeah, no, same you're with, wrong. So same with the golden spike in the middle or uh, the, where the castle is. And yeah. people are yes. like, this is the center of the park. And I would be like, no. you're wrong. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> Look at a map. <laughs> survey marker. You don't know what you're talking about. This is a survey marker. Yeah, exactly. Divine center. Yeah. <laughs> I just let people, I, when people tell me stuff like that, I just nod. I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. cool. Oh, uh, yeah. We're sidestepping though. Back when they first opened the Haunted Mansion, they invited all the world's most prominent ghosts. And I heard that a couple from Utah, like from the Pioneer Days actually ended up at the Haunted Mansion. So you have to look for them the next time you're there. Oh, that's you're really kidding. true. That's really true. The primary the ghost there. Now here's something we need to think about though. If you think about this, that the Haunted Mansion has 990 ghosts, right? 999. I'm sorry, 999. Yeah. But when you leave, it says now a ghost is going to follow you home. Does that mean that every few moments there's a brand new ghost is introduced to the Haunted Mansion? Wow. Yes, absolutely. We're just going to say yes. Yeah. Mind blown. <laughs> Maybe Brigham Young's actually in there. Who knows? Uh, I think he is. Yeah, he's in there. That's, yeah. It. Yeah. that's why they think it's his hearse, because he, yeah. he's the one that spread that rumor. Well, I think it's probably Brigham Young and those like 55 wives, they're all there. <laughs> <laughs> they make up 56 of the ghosts. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Cool. Moving on to the next one. Um, this is taking us back to uh, an extinct ride, the High School Musical, the ride. Do you guys remember going on that one? <laughs> oh my gosh. I think there's only six of us that are allowed to go on it. It was so much fun. <laughs> Nobody else did. It was, it was an amazing experience. For those of you who are listening to this podcast, if you've never been on the High School Musical ride, you missed out. Yeah. Best ride I've ever been on. That basketball scene was my favorite. Oh, oh man. so Music good. Yeah. Get, get your head in the game. <laughs> yeah, you've got to get your head in the game. Get, get, get your head in the game. Yeah, there actually wasn't a, a ride, unfortunately. Maybe someday, if, if enough of us will raise our voices for it. But <laughs> you can uh, just drive by these high school. Yeah, I think you have to have a lot of people raise their voices for that. Yeah, but people did care enough about it back in 2006 that they had a, a show there, right? Right, absolutely. The High School Musical show, it was so popular. It was the most popular, for a long time, it was the most popular Disney show on, on their Disney uh, television show. And it's it spawned three sequels, the High School Musical one, two, and three. All of them were filmed here in Utah. The third one is filmed prominently in St. George, and they're doing it right now. 
the high school, the musical, the musical, it's the, such, series. the series. It's such a good show that they named it twice. High school, the musical, the yeah. musical series and that's <laughs> here in, in Utah as well. And Disney has put a lot into that and it's become very, very popular. In fact, I'm going to give you like a little something, not something I talk about a lot, but I'm in the new one that I was just, I do a little bit of acting on the side. I'm in one of the episodes. I'm not gonna tell you which one, but I'm in the high school, the high school, the series, whatever it is. <laughs> high school musical, the musical, <laughs> the series. High school musical, the musical, the series. Yes. So you can see that, but that's, it's a lot of fun because it is heavily influenced by Disney. Can you give us a sample of the song you sing in that? Put <laughs> <laughs> your head in the game. It's a remix. It's a remix. <laughs> the Provost Podcast remix. Yeah. <laughs> I will say I have seen some of your acting. Uh, I was watching YouTube and a yes. certain commercial came up and I texted Brandon immediately. And I'm like, have you seen this commercial? <laughs> yes. You, yes you look very distressed. You played it well. Yes. Oh, was it was it one recently about uh, finding a finding job? job? Yeah. Finding a job. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yes. That's Chris. That's the Utah Department of Workforces. I, I did a commercial for them to help people find their, yeah, their jobs. Thank you. I was working in my distress on that. I Thank you for noticing. It looks good. <laughs> you look great. I did want to ask, Chris, you know, when you do the acting and you've been in a couple, looks like they've been filmed in Utah, like yeah. Rick's Be Bear is the one that stuck out to me. Yeah. Yes. Are you in any like Disney Channel original movies or any Disney movies for that matter? Yes, he is. <laughs> uh, I am. So actually, I started my, there's, there's one where uh, it's, what, it's called Hounded. And uh, it was it Shia, Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I did the same uh, thing. And, yeah, and, and uh, I can't remember his other name. The guy's really famous now. And we were, I was in a scene, I played a detective. And it was one of the very first times I ever acted. And what they did is I was standing in the center of the room. One actor was to the left and then one actor was to the right. And the camera was right in front of me. And what I was supposed to do is the camera was going to the left. And then he's talking. And then the camera panned over and talk to the person on the right. And what they use is my head was supposed to track. So I, look, I was looking here, then I looked over to the right and then that camera followed my head. I was so nervous that the first time that they filmed that scene, instead of making a, like a smooth head gesture where you just move your head from right to left, it literally <laughs> was like, like, it was like, like a cock, and it was like, cuck, 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 like, a, like a sprinkler. It's like this going, I don't know why my head was like popping. And they're like, cut. The director's like, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know why I did that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> So there's that one. There's another one called Right on Track, which is about one of the first girls doing drag racing. I was as a, I played a disgruntled dad on the Disney Channel. So the Disney Channel is kind of interesting because whenever you have like an adult figure on a Disney Channel, they're always kind of they always they downplay them, right? They're always kind of dumb and and you know because that's what little kids expect adults to act like. So you're always like just playing really dumb, like oh I can't button my shirt correctly because I'm an adult. But yeah, it's just Disney stuff. I just saw an SNL skit that described that exactly. Did you? Yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. Hannah Montana teaching you how to be a Disney actor. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, exactly. And it's like, you act like your parents don't know anything in Disney Channel shows. <laughs> <laughs> they don't, they don't. So yeah. <laughs> so that was a long, I did that for Disney. That was a, that was a long time ago, did those shows for them. And uh, yeah, it's been fun. Disney's great. Well, happy to, happy to hear that you're a part of the Disney family officially. Yeah. Yeah, thank that's, you. That's deserved. Thank you. Well, the final one to kind of wrap it up is we've noticed that people really love Disneyland here in Utah. Oh, yeah. um, 
if you go there, you're going to see tons of BYU and Utah hats, yes. merchandise, and you're going to see, um, even on a crowd calendar, they used to have like UEA weekend. Yeah. Was blocked well, out. You know what UEA stands for? Well, we called it Utah's escape to Anaheim. So that's it's better. not that a works. joke. It's the truth. It's a real thing. Growing up, that's where we went during UEA. My family would take uh, me and my brothers to Disneyland. I mean, it's a it's a real thing, and the park always gets so crowded during that break. Um, it's just fun. People in Utah they love they love Disneyland. You know, Utah, we really like love families and we're family focused and Disneyland is such a great place to go with your family, go with your friends and even go with yourself. There's been plenty of trips where I've gone to Disneyland all alone. And so, and it's not too far from Utah, which is great. You can make the drive. Uh, the drive isn't too bad, or it's just a really quick flight over there. So for all of us Utahns, it's a perfect vacation spot. Yeah. yeah. And I think another thing is, you know, the pandemic hit and they closed down Disneyland and Disney World. A lot of people started making Disneyland at home to <laughs> kind of yes. enjoy it while they, well, they couldn't. And, you know, call you guys out. You did the same thing. Yeah. A lot of yes. we did. We're making that at home. Uh, I really yeah. That was one, one of the first things we did during the pandemic. We're like, what do we do? We did that video, Disneyland at home. It's one of our favorite rides. Now, if you watch that video, what's really funny is at the end of that video, we do Splash Mountain and Amanda goes mm -hmm. down the stairs on a sled and I throw water <laughs> on her. And if you watch that, it gives people anxiety because she was terrified. I was. Oh, yeah. I was. It's terrified. my favorite part of the video. Is that, is that, <laughs> oh yeah, everybody loves that part. Uh, but here's what you don't know. It took us probably about an hour to film that because every time she'd get ready to go, she'd panic and couldn't do it. And she's like, I'm going to do it. And then she couldn't do it. It took uh, over an hour to film that, but she was terrified. Well, I had this visual that the sled would get st <laughs> like stuck or caught on the stairs and then just send me flying. And thankfully that didn't happen. Thankfully, yeah. you know, the worst thing that happened to me, I had water splashed on my face, but, but it was, it was fun. You know, we were so, we were totally stuck at home. Um, yeah. We couldn't go anywhere. We, everyone was quarantined. And so we're like, well, we have a lot of this Disney stuff. Let's make Disneyland in our basement. Yeah, so we did. And what was interesting about that video is it went viral, but it didn't go as viral in the United States. It went viral in Europe, particularly in London. Uh, the, it got picked up on national news there in London. They're showing it like, they're crazy Americans are making Disneyland in their home. <laughs> I don't know why I did that accent. That's definitely that not, not, that was not English. That so was like, not. cheerio. They, they're cheerio. Disneyland in their home. These crazy Americans. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even do an accent right. So, and then we, we got picked up the news. They contacted us. Like, can we show some of your videos on our news channel? Like, sure. And, and they, they thought that it was just crazy that we're doing that, making this Disneyland in our basement. But it was just a fun way to, Kind of passed the time. Our son Miles, who was th uh, three at the time, he's now four. By the time he was three, loved that because he got to help with the video and be part of it. And it was just a fun way to pass some time for us. Yeah, we are grateful that you guys have continued to make videos and even your yeah. podcast now that we can all enjoy. Well, some of us won't be going to Disneyland uh, at least oh, for, yeah. for a little bit longer. But when it when it does open, let's all go and we can just talk about facts and just like just revel in the facts. And even if people get sick of it, we'll just laugh. We're like, ha we know so much. <laughs> <Sounds good. laughs>
Well, we, we finished with that section, but I did want to see uh, what, if you guys could tell us what your favorite Disney fact or the coolest Disney fact that you could share with everyone. Oh, yeah. Go yeah. Ahead. So my favorite land in Disneyland is Adventureland. And my favorite fact is Walt Disney didn't want to have any popcorn, like popcorn carts or churros in there because he didn't want to take away from the feel of being in the jungle. He wanted it to seem like you're in the jungle, you're away from it all, you're having this great adventure. And I love it. I think it works. And popcorn is my favorite treat or snack at Disneyland, but I'm okay with it not being an adventure yeah, land. I think it works. It's the only land that doesn't sell popcorn or churros because they were so worried that the smell would take you out of that, uh, the ambiance of being in like the jungle. So I think that, that's a really fun fact. I think another really fun fact is Fantasyland. A lot of people don't know about Fantasyland is most of the fairy tales are based off time, right? Like you're running out of time, you're running against time, you have to be home by midnight, yada, 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 lots of time. So Fantasyland has more clocks in it than any other land. And most people don't see them because they're up high. There's a clock in the castle, right? When you walk through the castle, there's a clock above like uh, uh, Peter Pan. There's another clock by Pinocchio. There's these, they have clocks placed throughout Fantasyland because time is always moving forward on these fantasies. And so I think that's a really cool fact and detail that they have that most people just are oblivious to. They're like, oh, it's just they don't even know that. That's why they have those clocks there. Yeah, see, there I you go. I have a few facts for you guys. Okay, I love it. And I thought, you know, I watch your videos. It seems like you guys know everything. So I had to really dig. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. I have cool. a, I, I collect Disney books. Although when I say that, so people that really collect Disney books would laugh. I only have 28, but people that don't collect are like, wow, 28, that's a lot of books. Well, here's the thing though. 28 is a perfect number because that's the year Mickey Mouse was created, 1928. So you oh, are man. the perfect amount of books to collect. so i cannot buy any more no more <laughs> they get rid of one you. and then get another one you can, oh, yeah. you can give it to me okay um <laughs> so i do have three facts and it's just they're not trick questions it's just yes or no did you know these facts okay sound okay. good Perfect. yeah i love this i love this i hope that yeah i'm excited i'm gonna start with the one i think you guys might know um and you might have to correct me on this pronounce pronounce Pronunciation. Pronunciation. <laughs> I can't say. It's is it Figaro the cat? Figaro. Figaro. I knew I'd say it wrong. Okay, you can cut that out. Okay. So the first don't one. Don't you dare cut that out. Keep I'm not that in, it out. That he mispronounced pronunciation. I will be so embarrassed. Okay, Figaro the cat. Um. So at Disneyland in the Red Rose Tavern. Is that that's it, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Red yeah Rose absolutely. Tavern. Yes, it is. Okay. So above when you're exiting, there's an exit sign, and it's not centered. And so there's a painting of Figaro the cat and he's got a rope and he's pulling it. And it's the same, I believe at Disney World too, they have the same, it's off-centered exit sign. Oh. Uh, but in Disneyland Paris, it is centered and they have Figaro the cat leaning against it with the thumbs up, meaning like we got it this time. Oh. <laughs> I did not know that. That's amazing. I'm going to oh. check that the next time we go because that's amazing. We, we love Disneyland Paris. We actually have annual passes there as well. And once the pandemic is done, we can fly. I'm going back to, that's the first thing I'm going to check and see. Okay. Well, this next one's about Disneyland Paris as well. So everybody that loves Disney parks knows um, that Disneyland Paris has by far the best Big Thunder Mountain. Yeah. Hands down. So something, um, so there's, um, oh, how do I say this? Something they were going to do that did not end up happening. Uh, which is too bad because I know the boats, the canoes are your favorite, Chris. Is that correct? 
Yes, I love the canoes. Yes, yeah, so the canoes, what they were going to do is they were going to build a sand cave as part of the attraction, a part of um, the island. And as you were going on your canoe, they'd be like, hey, what is that? And you would go and you would go into this cave that was actually part of the attraction. Um, and they wanted to build this, but they ran out of money. And the idea didn't get very far. But have you heard of that? No, no, never. I've never heard of that. Oh, that'd be so fun. That would be amazing. I know they had a lot of crazy stuff when they're building Big Thunder Mountain Railroad in Paris because they're trying to tie that story into the Phantom Manor yes. and all of that. But I had never heard about the sand cave. Yep. And this one I found so defunct land, Kevin Perger. Yeah. Yep. Um, he has a podcast as well. And I think it's his third episode he he interviews. Well, he does three episodes where he interviews Terry Hardin. Uh, yeah. She was an Imagineer and a puppeteer. Uh, that's a pretty cool one. All right. The last one. Let's see if I can get all three here. <laughs> and this one. So for Christmas, I got it. It's a new book. It's a Disney book called Boundless Realms. Okay. Excuse me. Boundless Realm by Fox Nolt. Nolt? Fox Nolt. Um, Fox, I believe, is female. She worked at Disney World for a long time. And so this is not a typical book about the it's about the haunted mansion Ooh. but it's not your typical like uh kind of facts things it's more of breaking down how the ride works and like the decisions they made with building or like the architecture or how the rooms look things like that um but they mentioned something that i've never heard of and i know this is your favorite ride so or one of your favorite rides have you guys heard of the traveling lights no i haven't I don't think so. What is the traveling lights? But I okay. like it. <laughs> so at Disneyland, and the book isn't clear. I don't know if it still works at Disneyland, but at Disney World, if you look in the windows and the exterior, obviously the 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 house, um, in the oh. windows you will see a traveling light that will go from window to window. Um, now, so here's the thing about this. I have heard of the traveling lights, and I have tried to see it work. I've never seen it actually like work well at disney world yeah at disney world I'm right. disney but have, world. You, have you um were you able to see disney or no disneyland i don't i've never been told anything about disneyland but i know that they've talked about that at disney world and so i don't know is that like an urban is that a true thing because i've never seen that really happen at at walt disney world but it sounds amazing but it's not, I, I mean but it could be so faint that i just missed it it's not faint but so it used to be synchronized with the elevator scene um so which is every seven minutes so it used to happen every seven minutes at disney world it doesn't happen that often anymore um and it's in since obviously that's a facade it's too hard to get up there i don't think they do a ton of maintenance on it but there are videos if you look on youtube and just search traveling lights haunted mansion you will see videos of it uh it's really it's, it's really cool to see it, and they do have one at disneyland too it's an older video um, I'll, I'll definitely check that out. That sounds amazing. And then at Disneyland Paris, they have a silhouette of the Phantom. So when the light passes, you can see a silhouette oh, of the Phantom. Well, um, you know, like I was going back to your second one, you're talking about the sand cave, right? That's going to be yeah. in the, by the water there. I don't know if you knew this. Did you know that like sand, like if you put sand under docks, it, like under a dock, it's very resilient because it doesn't give into peer pressure. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. There you go. 
Here's the thing. You guys can't see it, but Amanda literally, her eyes rolled all the way to the back of her head. Like, oh, I think I could God. hear the eyes clicking. That's when yeah. you know it's a good one, right? Yes, I can't take any more jokes. <laughs> well, we will I take- love those. I love those facts. I mean, I love to learn more. That's And what's interesting, I'm so glad you're sharing them with us. That's how we get a lot of our facts is we have uh, fans of the show. They'll email us their facts. We get cast members. A lot of cast members will give us facts. So anything like that, if anybody we ever wants it. to, yeah, just email us at provostparkpass at gmail.com because we love to learn about that research and then we'll make videos showing those, showcasing that. Yeah, send send everyone, send your facts their way. Um, also check out their YouTube channel. Their, yeah. their podcast is, uh, it's a pretty quick listen, which is always nice. Um, but it fills you full of all the information you need to know. Um, but you guys do a really great job and keep up the great work. And thanks again for, for coming on and speaking with us today. You guys are, you guys have been a pleasure. We're so glad that you asked us to be on your show. It's an honor to be here, guys. Ask us back anytime. We'd love to come back. Thank you so much. We will always come back to talk about Utah and Disney and especially tying them together. It's a little perfect match. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of This is a Place. See y'all next week.